In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. As I'm sure most of you are aware, by observing your own families or looking around church and America, that we're having a bit of a generational crisis of faith, where only 10% of those people born in the 1930s or the 1940s called themselves religiously unaffiliated, a whopping 40% of millennials said that they had no religion. Ironically, that pious cliché, God has no grandchildren, is manifesting itself in our churches. Somehow the good American cultural tradition of attending church and leading life with Christian ethics has exhausted itself. On top of that, if you're an ethnic Armenian church, the tie to our ethnic tradition dissolves very rapidly over time so that each generation born in diaspora has less affinity to the church. We know about this. Jesus warned us about this in Scripture. Pious Jews of the time thought that their ethno-religious ancestry would save them, and Jesus says to them he could raise up ancestors of Abraham from these rocks if he wanted to. The disciples, they thought that their kin relationships could save them, but Jesus tells them, if you come to me, but you will not leave your family, you cannot be my follower. You must love me more than your father or your mother your wife, your children, your brothers, and your sisters, even more than your own life. God has no grandchildren because each of our highest callings is to a personal and direct relationship with our Heavenly Father. And each new generation must make their own discoveries about who God is to them. Otherwise, we worship the ashes of ancestral fires rather than God's living fire here and now. Now our church especially, with our ancient Christian heritage, we must take this challenge very seriously because sometimes our gift of a rich spiritual inheritance can obscure our individual calling to God. We're the first Christian nation after all, right? And we have ancient sanctuaries and saints and sacraments. But as with all inheritances, it can become a liability as well as an asset. Because if and when Armenians rely only on our inheritance without becoming directly accountable before God, we become entitled and apathetic like a child with a trust fund. Think of it this way. Every time we boast about being the first Christian nation, we're making a withdrawal from a spiritual bank account that was established with the blood and the sweat and the tears of our ancestors. But if we only make withdrawals and we don't make deposits in acting like the first Christians today, we become insolvent. God has no grandchildren only children who know him directly and are themselves the church. It's life. It's breath. Now let's get to some more 
encouraging news. The good news is that God has no grandchildren is not a final judgment. It's just a challenge always to move forward in our faith. Because though God may not have grandchildren, the families and the nations and the churches which he created, they most certainly do. And in a way, we are all grandchildren of God who are constantly called to become more intimate with him, to become sons and daughters in our faith. The heart of our Christ-centered Armenian church heritage, it aims us just to this. And today I want you to share a powerful example with you from our Armenian church tradition of when a grandchild of faith grew in intimacy with God the Father and thereby, thereby transformed a people, an entire people, by the power of his grace. Saint Grigoris, Bishop of Albania, his feast day is this Monday. And you probably don't know who he is, but he's the most famous grandchild of the Armenian faith. Grigoris was none other than the grandson of Saint Gregory the Illuminator, patron saint of our church. Grigoris probably had every temptation to remain comfortable in the legacy of his grandfather, who along with King Dertat evangelized all of Armenia. Yet it seems that he did not take his inheritance for granted. At an early age, Grigoris learned Greek and Syriac so he could study the Bible and participate in worship. And wise beyond his years, he would still be challenged to the core of what would come next for him. Because one day, a delegation came to Armenia from Caucasian Albania, the people who used to live in what is now Azerbaijan. And they came to Armenia to ask for help from the king and the patriarch. We need a bishop, they said, to lead our people out of paganism into the Christian faith. The Armenian king said, you have a bishop. But they said, yes, but our people in the north are unruly and rebellious. We need a leader from the family of St. Gregory, whom everyone would respect and follow. And so, at just the age of 25, Grigoris left the comfort of all he knew in Armenia to preach the love of Christ in a place and a language foreign and hostile to him. Grigoris did not take his spiritual inheritance for granted. Though a grandson of St. Gregory the Great, he knew that his power was not from his grandfather, it was from his father in heaven. And fiercely devoted to God, Grigoris would end up transforming the Ca Caucasian Albanians from a cruel pagan tribe into morally upright Christians. He would establish churches and places of learning. He even brought Mesropmashtots to form the Caucasian alphabet as he did the Armenian. And most poignantly, Grigoris would take seriously Jesus' Jesus's command to love God above all else, more than his famous family, more than his Armenian ethnicity, more even than his life itself, because his boldness and in preaching the radical love of Jesus to a violent frontier tribe up north ended in his martyrdom giving his life to the establishment of faith in people and lands that were not his own. So, in the end, does God have grandchildren? 
Yes, I think this is how we all start. But our end is with our loving Father in heaven. There is nothing and there is no one, neither family nor friend, neither church nor catholicos, which substitutes for the greatest duty and joy of our lives, which is to know and to serve our Father and our Creator. And while there is a constant threat that our great spiritual inheritance might deaden our calling, it certainly can also move us to greater responsibility and passion in serving our Lord. Because like young Grigoris, we are all grandchildren of the Armenian church tradition, but now it's our turn to decide whether to worship the ashes of our grandparents or to approach God the Father and the living fire of faith, providing light and warmth from generation to generation, now and always, and unto the ages of ages.